welcome to the round table with Abram and Aisha. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Excited to be here. We got a nice, good show for you. I, I think we want to continue on with what we talked about last week, which was it was in Philippians, and it was the secret of facing life. It was the scripture, Philippians chapter four. I'm going to read it and amplify because that's what I really like uh, when I read this scripture. It's Philippians chapter four, verses 11 through 13. And it says, not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times, and I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. Here's the key part. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. Whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having abundance or being in need, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. So I want to go back to that, that clause in verse 12 where it says, In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. I asked my husband if we can con- kind of continue on that, that line because when we read that last week, and we began to talk about that last week. It was like, you know, this is a inexhaustible subject. Yeah, it is. I mean, the secret of facing life. So I guess we can call this podcast the secret of facing life. Because there's so much. I mean, don't we all need that? Yeah. I always talk about life lessons. And life would be so much easier if we knew the secret of facing life, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there's so much that we can talk about here. Many different things that we go through at certain ages and and times in our life that if we knew how to handle those situations, then we would come out better. We will. We smell like roses, as they say. Uh, Sometimes when we do different things in life, you just don't know. You haven't experienced them and you don't have the knowledge on on those things. And then the Bible talks about my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And that is a true statement, whether in the word, uh, spiritual things, it also applies to natural things. Mm-hmm. We see that prevalent um, every day in our society. Yeah. So what is the secret of facing life? What's the first secret of facing life? Because when you look at the life of Paul and you if you read the letters, read his letters and read the book of Acts and see all that he has went through. And then here he is saying in Philippians chapter four, that he has found the secret of facing life. I mean, that's something we need to really look at because Paul went through a lot. Yeah. For someone to say they found the secret of facing life, you would think that people will be clamoring. What is it trying to get it? Yeah. But yeah. We really kind of just go through life, read the Bible and say, I did my duty for the day. And you don't even consider that. And to me, that is a a very important statement that he made. 
And if he found that, then we need to find out what it is. What it is. I think the our very first podcast that, that we uh, spoke about, we talked about um, relationship. And if we're going to really talk about this secret of faith in life, we can't jump over to the different things that we have on our list. But it has to start with the relationship with Jesus. I mean, this is true. That's the ultimate secret of faith in life. That's coming out of darkness into the kingdom of light. You know, um, if you don't know Jesus, that's your first that's your first step to get to know him, because it was Paul. Think about Paul's life. Think about what he used to do. I mean, he was known to persecute Christians. I mean, he was killing Christians and he was doing that thinking that he was doing the right thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until he was blindsided literally, you know, by, by our Lord till he actually came and began to know Christ. And he was, he was met by the spirit of God. He was met by Jesus. And Jesus says, why are you persecuting me? And it was at that point where he made his turn when he came to meet Jesus. That's when he made his turn. Yeah. Sometimes we need to get knocked off our proverbial horse. True. True. Um, I'm sure people listening can say that that's happened to them. Uh, it's happened to me. Um, actually fell by the way. Right? He did. He did. <laughs> you all, he did. Um, well, we get, won't get into that, but I feel that in order for us to, the Lord will let us go on for so long he did he he let um him martyr stephen yeah is that can you say martyr stephen um he i will say this he held the the robes of the people that was going to stone stephen mm-hmm. he condoned he his, condoned it. his death right we kind of just keep going and going until the lord say that's enough you won't you can't continue to do this anymore. He had to do something about the way that Paul was going. Yeah, how he was treating his children. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just say this. If you're treating the Lord's people wrong, the Lord's gonna handle you. He's gonna knock you off your horse. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think about um when you think about again, we're on Paul's life right now. After he had this time of um on this road to Damascus and he, he, and and the Lord stopped him in his tracks because he was on his way to go kill more Christians. He just yeah. got a, a creed that he could do this. You know, um, he was on his way there and he got stopped. Well, one thing about it that, that I like, and, and this is going back to that, that first deal of how do you, what's the secret of facing life after he, um, got stopped by the Lord on the road to Damascus. Then he went to uh, Ananias and Ananias prayed for him and then prayed for him to be filled with the spirit, which is another secret by the way, but we'll get to that in a, on another podcast maybe. Um, but Paul, it says that Paul went away. He went away and he established a relationship with the Lord. I didn't, when I thought about today, I didn't necessarily think we were going to go this route, but that is though the first secret you have to establish a relationship with the Lord, not, not a religious, I'm doing this because my parents did it. I'm doing it because I grew up in church or I'm doing it just because it just seems like the thing to do. And nowadays it don't seem like the thing to do. I think everybody, uh, 
you we get more persecution serving the Lord than we than it, it has been. It's 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 highlighted now more so than ever. But I think um you have to go back and you have to establish that relationship with the Lord and you know, getting rooted and grounded in his word. I think about my husband and how he established his relationship and of course he can talk about that himself. I knew that establishing that would help me in my situation and as how we did talked you do about that? earlier. I was at work. Um I decided I would spend time with the Lord on my lunch break. Go outside to a park that was that one of my coworkers uh told me that hey, there's a park right up the street, maybe less than five minutes away. And he just told me about it. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. And then I said, I'm going to use this time, this park that he told me about, thank you, to spend time with the Lord. Because the way that I was going, the way that our life was going, my wife and ours lives, I think we had a, one child at the time. We did. Mm-hmm. And life was just kind of stuck, if you will. Yeah. There was the, the ceiling for me, as Jordan would say, the ceiling was the roof. There was nothing um, that I could look forward to. Mm-hmm. The place I was at was, that ain't it for me. Yeah, very mundane. Yeah, and I knew that was something that I wouldn't, I didn't want to continue in. And so I was like, okay. And my life, my life with the Lord was not one that was thriving. It was just, uh, I read the word a little bit, maybe I pray, maybe a little bit, but it wasn't anything that was going to help me. It was dry. Yeah, it was dry as dirt. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got to get this together. Lord, I'm going to meet with you. And you have to make a commitment. And yeah. that's another, you have yeah. to make a commitment. That's another you thing. You have to want it. Yeah. And if you don't, it's going to, you already know, if you don't want something, you ain't going to do it. Mm-mm. And if you half-heartedly want it, you still ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. It'll just fall by the wayside. Just, oh, what happened? Oh, I just stopped. Why? I don't know. Oh, you know those relationships that you have when you kind of just move on and then you may call each other here and now. And then just one day you just don't call each other anymore. Yeah. The relationship is over. Oh, no, we're going to stick together forever. Best friends forever. And, you know, you graduate from high school and then you go your separate ways, and that's how it is with the Lord. You go your separate ways. Yeah, the Lord's still true. there wanting that relationship, but we're not picking up that phone and calling them no more. That's true. And so I just knew that I needed to get my relationship with the Lord right. I needed one. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a relationship with the Lord. It's just um graded on you know some as, as jesus says some 30 some 60 some 100 fold you know mm-hmm. your relationship will bring about that 30 60 100 yeah and some people like to have that fly by night friend mm-hmm. you know and then other people really like to have that friend that will stick closer than a brother they want to be that type of friend right and that's how we need to be even more so with the lord and but at the time I just knew that this wasn't it for me and life was not going the way that we intended it and in order to fix that the Lord needs to be um, first in my life and he wasn't and so it's interesting because what you're saying is you had to draw near to him and then he drew near to you he's been there waiting for you all yes. this time and 
you know, it's something that my mother-in-law has always said. And she said um, years ago, she always said, you know, my children can have, whether it's a in-law, whether it's a daughter-in-law or um, whether it's her own children, they can have whatever type of relationship they want with her. They can have an up close and personal relationship or they can have a, you know, far away relationship. Well, if you think about that, it's the same way with the Lord. Now he wants an up close and personal. He knows everything about you and he just wants you to come and talk to him and spend time with him because he already knows it anyway but a lot of times we we have this um far away relationship where we like abram said we treat him as a fair weather friend you know versus lord i need you you know or we come to him because we need him but then once he has granted it's like we treat him like a genie once he has granted whatever we needed and we're back on our way when which is not right you know because he's not a genie and the Lord will do certain things too for us to see what type of relationship we're going to have with Him. Yeah, He you loves know, us. In in a relationship, men or women they may make time for them, or they may get them certain things that the person may ask, and thinking that okay, we we have something here. And then once they get it, what do they do? They draw themselves away they don't come they don't call anymore they don't want to spend time anymore Mm -hmm. and we have certain words that we use for these type of people but the lord i'm sure doesn't use that for us no he doesn't but that's how we are at times yeah and if you look at our look at our relationship with the lord as our relationship how we treat people then you can see why we don't get the things that we may want all the time Mm -hmm. because there'll be there'll come a time where it's not just Lord, I want this. You got it. The Lord is going to do what he can to to get you those things. It's just to start a relationship. But as once you started one and you've you've gone with him for some time or even just a little bit, the Lord will oblige us at times. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, it's time for us to make our relationship with the Lord um, more sure than just, Lord, I need this, I need that. Because the Bible talks about your ways become his ways. Your thoughts become his thoughts. Yeah. It's not just, Lord, I want this and you're going to give it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So number one in the secret of facing life is that relationship with Christ. Whether you don't know the Lord yet, you can get to know the Lord because he's right there willing and waiting for you. And if you do know the Lord, get closer to him. That's something you can never exhaust. Yeah, there will always be more. Always more. More learning, more growing. Um, every day we're growing every day. I know I'm not the same person I was when Abram and I got married 15 years ago. No. And if you are, something's wrong. Something is wrong. So really something wrong. You need to uh, make sure that that's not you. And if it is you just ask the Lord to help me, you know, you can't say Lord help me, but then you don't really want the help. Right. You know, you take people to rehab all day long. They just go there just cause, well, I'm gonna go cause they making me go. Yeah the Lord is making us have relationship with him or someone is telling me to have a relationship with him. It has to be of your own doing your own heart, your own want for the Lord. That's right. That's right. So I'm glad everybody tuned in. We're going to wrap this one up on the secret of facing life, I guess, part one. Um, Maybe the last one was the intro. So secret one relationship with Jesus next week. We'll talk about the next secret of facing life. Stay tuned. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.